I thought I'd do something a little different on this episode of Clem FM, but unfortunately I didn't get past the thinking stage of it, so it's just the same old shit. This episode is called The Most Definitive Guide to Dogs That I Know Of. We tend to think all dogs are basically the same. They drink water in a peculiar way, have poor lung capacity, as they're always seemingly out of breath, even when not running. And they like to chase after you when you've stolen their stick, and will continue pursuit even when you jump in your car and drive away fast, holding that stick out the window, shaking it triumphantly. Though most dogs may seem absolutely identical in many ways, there are also many subtle differences that the eye cannot detect, such as what that dog's name is, No one has ever created a unified classification system for dogs that I know of, so I thought I'd give it a bash, as I've been watching dogs closely for years. Every single last one of them. Small, yappy dogs. This version of a dog appears quite nice, but can be a real pain in the arse at 4am when your neighbour decides to let her dog out of the house when it clearly doesn't want to go out. They tend to have little puppet mouths that rapidly open and close, emitting a sound that I can only describe as a high-pitched, off sort of sound. They should really invent a word for that. This sound can become droning and repetitive, but also soothing in a way when delirium sets in after three or so hours of it. Sometimes they have little underbites that make them seem severe and tough looking, but trust me, they aren't tough. Not by a long shot. Dogs that have little beards. These guys can have long or short legs. Their hair can be curly or glossy straight, but their defining feature is that they have a little beard which makes them at times seem both stylish and like total posers. The beard, I once hypothesized in a dissertation that was unfortunately rejected outright, is a genetic holdover from a simpler time in dog history, which is something we may eventually find out about when dogs evolve enough to start speaking. Horse dogs. You have to be careful with horse dogs, because it looks like you can ride them, but you shouldn't. Not even if you really, really want to. Noble little guys. These dogs are often referred to as terriers, though I think that's misleading, as they're always on the move with their noses low to the ground, idly tarrying being the furthest thing from their little minds. They also have really good eyes. Like, really pretty. Pushed-in face dogs. When you see this type of dog, you'll probably think, what, no snout? Think Wiley Coyote when he hits a rock wall and gets his face all pushed in. Because of their flat faces, these dogs like nothing more than to get real close up and mash their abundant face wrinkles into different parts of your body like some meaty wet fist, giving the gentlest of noogies. In a word, abominations. Plain old garden variety dogs. This type of dog is pretty nondescript. Just your standard dog, really. Face, legs, tail, blunt black claws that clickety-clack across the kitchen tiles, feet that smell of corn chips and they squat in a funny way when taking a dump that makes them look like they're little athletes getting ready to run a race, though the dog shit that is being progressively pushed out of them does make it seem like nerves are getting the better of them on the day of the big race. Old dogs. This type of dog takes a while to cultivate. They can be of any size, but generally speaking are quiet, have grey-whiskered faces, tired milky eyes, and lope along at a leisurely gait that can get a little frustrating when you're trying to get to the goddamn shops before they close. These dogs are no fun to play with, and poking them while they're trying to sleep can provoke an unwanted response if done incessantly. Scruffy dogs. 
Scruffy dogs are rascals. They're always causing mischief. If you see a scruffy dog around and he's just sitting there all quiet, don't be fooled. Instead, ask yourself, what's he playing at? If you watch him for long enough, you may just find out. Trust me, he's definitely up to no good. Dogs that are total pushovers. At the slightest hint of contact, this species of dog will submit completely and utterly to you, rolling over and exposing its tender belly in a sign of deference and submission. It's really quite pathetic to see. But if you do capitulate and offer a belly rub, afterwards you may find yourself filled with self-loathing and a desire to wash your hands whilst looking in the mirror for an extended period of time. Egg dogs. Truth be told, I haven't seen this make of dog yet, but I've heard it said that it can carry an egg in its mouth and even though it really wants to chomp down on that egg and get the delicious bird fetus out, its natural instincts tell it, no, just hold that egg. It'll be an exciting day when I get to study the elusive egg dog. Muscle dogs. These dogs should wear those real low-hanging gym singlets and ask if you need a spot for the bench. They are honestly that emasculating to me. Spotted dogs. To be honest, this applies to a large percentage of dogs, as a lot of them have two spots on their faces called nose holes. But let's omit that from the criteria for now. If it's a dog that's covered in spots, it'll bizarrely be forced to take a job as a firefighter, which I find negligent to give to a non-prehensile limbed animal. Monkeys I could see, but dogs? How do they hold the hose? Other spotted dogs can have one big spot on their bodies, sometimes in the shape of a dick and balls, but not always. Dogs that look like wolves, but aren't wolves. I'm sure this has happened to you before. You're walking down the street and you see a big, imposing creature on four legs with a long snout, broad back and pointy ears and you shout, Oh my god, a wolf! Then you cower behind a tree, pleading for mercy, or dash desperately the other way, ploughing into pedestrians and throwing them behind you like so many mannequins in an attempt to slow the beast down. Well, it probably wasn't a wolf you were running from after all. Rather a dog that looks like a wolf but isn't a wolf. Their similar appearance is completely coincidental. Nature's like that because there are only so many ways an animal can look. So you have to double up sometimes. The wolf-like non-wolves come in a range of varying colours. White, white with a bit of black, and also black and tan. But much like the Hitler moustache, these last dogs were ruined socially by Hitler having one. If you enjoyed today's offering, consider going to my latest crowdfunding scheme. Let's send 100 donuts to Arthur Kirby's house. It's a fun and light-hearted prank on a man who lists donuts as his favourite food on many depressing dating profiles, but since recently being diagnosed with diabetes and heart disease, will not be able to enjoy a single freaking one of them. <laughs>